This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Political parties are deaf. The public has been shouting one message loudest and clearest to both political parties. That message is that they do not want a rematch of 2020 candidates Trump and Biden. Of all the poll questions asked, the rejection of Trump and Biden rings up the highest consensus. Republican and Democratic parties are not listening. Each is wrapped up in itself, ready to nominate party favorites despite their general unpopularity. The consensus wants new blood. Instead, the parties appear prepared to cover their ears and submit the same names on the ballot, forcing the public to choose between retreads that they could not be clear about not wanting to see run again. Which candidate Trump or Biden is ahead in polls is relevant only to the public again being forced to choose between what they see as the lesser evils. Republicans and Democrats are both failing to let democracy work. The displeasure with both parties fronting 2020 retreads as candidates is likely to offer opportunity for additional parties or candidates to enter the race and siphon off support from the major party candidates. This could really disrupt the outcome in unpredictable ways, challenging the electoral process. The vote could get splintered between several candidates, thus making sure that no one wins a clear electoral majority when the country most needs one. If Biden were a true statesman, he would step aside and allow new Democrats to rise. That would also eliminate the Democrats' second biggest problem, which is fear that Harris would become president by default if something happens to Biden. Harris is worse polling than Biden. Trump has the highest unfavorables of all, contrasted by his also having the most devoted core fan base. He cannot get to a general election majority, but if the election results can splinter enough, he may not ever need to achieve one to win. There were some notable endorsements this last week. The Wall Street Journal informally endorsed Nikki Haley. My wife and I have switched parties back and forth over the years to participate in either caucus that we thought needed our input. The parties do a bad job of nominating candidates and need the help of independents. We had the opportunity to hear Margaret Thatcher speak at BV University a number of years ago, and Nikki reminds us of her. The Wall Street Journal describes her as the finding consensus candidate which the country needs to govern itself. Everyone has their own opinion of what constitutes the good old days. To me, it was back when parties nominated candidates, which whichever party won the presidential election, that the country would be all right. Both parties would nominate same qualified candidates. Time's gone by. The other notable endorsement was from our Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds endorsing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for president, which brought out an immediate backlash from Donald J. Trump. I struggle with her calculation to endorse. First of all, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is extremely popular in the state with near 80% approval. She has the rock-hard, solid support of business, agriculture, and the ethanol industry. They hug her at the Renewable Fuels Summit. Iowa has been well-run economically with favorable tax policy. Reynolds announced recently that the state of Iowa will end the fiscal year with a balance of $1.83 billion in the general fund, $902 million in reserve funds, and $2.74 billion in the taxpayer's relief fund. With a debt of $21 billion, Iowa holds the 32nd spot in state debt rankings. Florida has $131 billion in debt, but has a larger population in GDP. Most opposition to Reynolds comes from her stance on social issues, where she hugs DeSantis on anti-woke political policy. 
While Donald J. Trump is extremely popular in Iowa, the Iowa congressional delegation, U.S. senators and representatives, while all being Republicans, none would be described as MAGA. Iowa Republicans are more evangelical than Main Street Republicans, which are more moderate than the MAGA faction. All Iowa representatives voted to retain Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. Reynolds' endorsement of DeSantis has brought out a flurry of corresponding endorsements of him from her allies, a number of them from the ag sector. The Reynolds' endorsement of DeSantis gave Donald Trump something else to focus his ire upon. He does not forget a slighter insult that her endorsement generated a quick flash of anger encased in threats from Trump. She is now considered by Trump to be a disloyal enemy, and the state could suffer some collateral damage if he ever gets in a position where he could deal cold revenge. I tried to weigh the risk-reward of such an endorsement, and I see more risk than I do potential gain. Other GOP elected officials are quiet about any caucus endorsement because they know if by chance he wins the presidency, he will remember the governor's endorsement. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.